Hello and welcome to A Need to Read. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. Now, John David Mann sounds like a pretty serious guy because he's included his middle name. Um, I don't know who either of these people are, but they wrote a great book. Before we get into chatting about the book and essentially the art of giving for a good life, I just want to talk about the sponsors of the podcast. So this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp provides you a safe and secure online counselling platform. They can give you webinars on different things on a weekly basis. Sometimes that might be like a relationship webinar. It could be whatever they decide on that week. But the main reason people will be going there is for their individual counselling. And you can have that over the phone or a video or some people prefer just to do it via email because they don't want to be chatting to people on the phone or on video. So, which one are you? You might not need any of them. You might need a push. If you need a push, you can get 10% off if you head to betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. Now, with the world slowly getting back to normal, touch wood that might invoke some feelings for you that are a little bit alien or that you haven't felt for a while. You might be really anxious about it. You might have some intrusive thoughts. You might have things that are considered outside of the range of normality for you. And if you're confused by that or upset by that, speaking to a professional is probably one of the best things you can do. Now, I can't convince you to go, you have to make that decision yourself. If you do want to make that decision and online therapy is the way to go, better help dot com forward slash a need to read and they've got you covered now let's talk about the book i wanted to this is a very short book and i wouldn't usually do a podcast on such a short book but the i think the takeaways from this book can be so powerful and i think we live in a world where our whole aim is to see what we can take from life as opposed to what we can give to it see what we can take from the world as opposed to what we can give to it and essentially see how we can win and negotiate our way through life of sort of coming out the person that's on top and this book goes against that kind of it paradoxically says that when you give more you get more and it's essentially a, a, a tiny sort of business parable about how giving is the secret to success and this is something that was introduced to me a while ago by my friend lucy lord i remember when i moved back from australia because of the coronavirus I, I couldn't move myself out of my flat because i wasn't allowed back into the country and she moved me out my flat she even rolled up my boxes and kindly very very kindly sent back all of my shit and when i offered to pay her for it she said oh no don't worry about it ed and I wasn't used to people doing that kind of thing for me outside of my immediate family. I was like, Lord, are you, are you sure? And she's like, no, honestly, giving is living. And I was like, Jesus, I've never thought of it that way before. And I think not a lot of people do. I think a lot of people, like I said at the start, just do try to see what they can take from life. I particularly remember like when I was working in the office, I really identified with the main character in this book called Joe. He's quite aggressive, go-getter, wants to be super successful, wants to make loads of money, and he's just seeing what he can take. And I was definitely like that when I was working in sales. I wasn't calling people up 
trying to see what I could offer them to add value to their lives. I was trying to essentially just take their money because I was a salesman. And that's probably why I wasn't ultra, ultra successful. Like I did okay, but obviously experienced burnout. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing this podcast. So the story follows Joe. Joe is a go-getter. He is a hard worker and he's got his eyes on the prize and the prize for him is money. And when it comes to the end of a quarter, he's short of his target and he loses one of these big accounts that he's been talking about for ages. He's been telling everyone in the office about it. And he goes to speak to his boss and his boss is like, hey, um, go and see this guy tomorrow. This guy is called Pinder. Everyone else calls him the chairman or the old man. And Pinder, I'm assuming he's a bit like a Yoda type character or Gandalf type character. He's just a wise old man who has a lot to offer. So when he goes to see Pinder, he has a chat with him and he's like, look, this is this is what's going on. Like, what is your secret to success? And he says, the secret to success is giving. And Joe's obviously confused by this and he doesn't really understand why he wants to take so much and other people are more than happy to give but have so much more money than him and more success and more sort of a sense of fulfillment i won't go into all of the details of the book but i will highlight the sort of five main points and one little bit from a couple of the chapters so in the first chapter when he actually goes to see this old bloke this old yoda like man he gets coffee from the guy's assistants and he said this is the best coffee in the world it's called rachel's famous coffee and uh joe is so impressed by this coffee he's like look you could uh you could honestly make a killing selling this if you can reproduce this on an industrial scale everyone will love it and pinder is like yeah i'd love for her to share her coffee with the world and he's like do you see where we differ here because one of them said to share the coffee and the other has said make a killing and make a load of money out of it and that's where joe first starts to understand about how giving is living and he protests this at start he's like how how is it so simple like surely that's not the case that giving is the secret to success and pinder says most people have that reaction um most people laugh when they hear the secret to success is giving and then in the book he pauses obviously for dramatic effect he goes, then again, most people are nowhere near as successful as they wish they were. And I mean, it's 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 not like an obvious thing. Because I don't think everyone knows that you need to like give out to the world for stuff to get back. And I think when you sort of enter the realms of like spirituality, you do kind of think, okay, well, what can I actually offer the world in terms of like value? What What can I do to leave the world in a better place than what I left it? And I think that's kind of what we should all be aiming to do you know when we when we pop our clogs we kind of want to not leave the world in a shithole right unless you do um if you do i would probably speak to someone about that because if, if you actually want to leave the world in a shit state then that's probably not a good thing so let's kind of just assume now that everyone wants to leave in the world and to get a play, better place and then we can go into the five laws of stratospheric success that are coined in the book and i'm going to leave out the actual story and how you get to this place and i'm just going to read you these five laws and i'm going to just expand on each different one so the first one is the law of value 
it says your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment and i think that's where a lot of people get confused in the world and people would prefer to take a high paying job that isn't fulfilling than they would to take a more fulfilling job that isn't so well paid and it's obviously the more fulfilling the job it's probably getting more value out of you than a high paid job unless of course you get the sweet spot which is bang in the middle of those two and you're getting paid exactly what you need and want and are happy with that and you're also able to sort of share your gifts with the world and some people might hear your gifts with the world and, and feel a bit cringy about that but like you will have a gift you will have something that you are good at that you are able to offer the world and you'll have more knowledge than a lot of people and you'll be able to share that with them so don't forget the value you offer is far more of a contributor to your true worth than the amount of money in your bank account and the amount of money that you make so just think about that what kind of value you're offering whatever job you're in you can offer more value so if i read this book when i was in sales i'm like right what value can i offer i'd probably be calling people at a far quicker rate not to try and sell to them but just to see if the product is right for them and if that's going to add value to their life you just kind of got to work out how you can offer more value and i can't tell you how to do that it's something you might have to think about yourself the second law is the law of compensation. And it says your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. So, I mean, that makes sense as well. How many people are you positively influencing with your work? And are you able to do more people to the same sort of value or standard, I should say? That's when your income is going to come into it. The third law is the law of influence so your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first now i'm all for being a bit selfish sometimes and saying no sometimes but that like it's part of like the beauty of life and i'm gonna sound real hippie here but like love gives life purpose right and the people that you love if you can put their sort of interests first and, and make their life easier for them you will at some stage receive that back and it's not about doing it so that you receive it back it's just about serving other people to make them feel good and to make their life easier i'm not saying to sort of get on all fours and and wait on people hand and foot it's just a case of sort of adding going back to adding more value to people's life and saying like right how could i help that person out or I, I really like this person i think they're an absolute legend or i love this person how can i make their life easier and that might just come down to getting your partner a coffee in bed in the morning so they get an extra couple of minutes or fuck knows doing the dishwasher or something like that so just take note of the people that you like and the people that you're around often and see if there's any way that you can make their life a little bit easier do that for a week and see how you feel afterwards the fourth one the law of authenticity the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself now that one is very very true because there are a lot of people that might have to force this sort of 
putting other people's interests first and stuff like that but you and your time is the most valuable thing that you own so being able to offer your wisdom your time to someone that is super super valuable and you have to be able to show up as yourself if you're doing something that makes you feel a little bit anxious a little bit uneasy inside then the likelihood is that you're probably not being yourself which is not doing anyone any favors because either that person's going to think that person is really cool that version of you is really cool or sound and that's not actually you or they're going to smell that you're being fake and it'll make them not trust you so essentially i mean it sounds really obvious but just be yourself as much as you can and do the best job you can at being yourself and then your life's going to get a bit better it's one thing i've really tried to implement over the last couple of years is just radical honesty and like serious authenticity so if i like if i really don't want to do something i have to say it. if i really want to like do something to help someone like they know that for me it's coming from a place that i actually want to do that to help them and it's weird nowadays because i think a lot of people are quite uncomfortable receiving help and stuff like that so it'll be practice with whoever you spend your time sort of the most with but show up as yourself and that's the best way to do it now this word i can't say too well the law of receptivity receptivity the key to effective giving is staying open to receiving now that can make people feel pretty uncomfortable i for one feel pretty uncomfortable receiving i've like my immediate family have always been good at like giving me things or doing things for me but so let's say in relationships that's not something that i've been used to before um the other day i hit two hundred thousand downloads shout out to me and shout out to you guys actually for listening thank you so much for that um it's good to celebrate your wins and lauren was like, oh i want to like take you out i want to treat you for that and i'm like whoa i've never had a relationship where someone would like actually treat me that way and it made it did make me feel quite uncomfortable luckily i'd literally just finished this book on the morning that she said that so i was like okay cool yeah no thank you i'd actually really like that because that's the truth i would really like to like receive someone being nice to me but sometimes that can make you feel uncomfortable and there's probably there's definitely people listening that will feel uncomfortable receiving but you can't just give 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 all the time and not expect anything back sort of laws of the universe is that that will balance out at some stage so the more you give the more you will actually get but just make sure that you're not giving to get my mum always used to say duty for duty's sake which is essentially you just do something for the sake of doing it you're not doing it for the sake of the recognition you're not doing it um for the sake of someone telling you well done which of course is just recognition like i just said you've got to just do things for the sake of being a good person and then when someone does like say thank you or want to reward you for something or wants to celebrate with you or to treat you you have to just be open to letting that happen now the book the go-giver will drum those lessons into you far better than i'll be able to and that should have given you a nice sort of like highlight of whether you'd like to read the book it is only about 120 pages so it's very very short and you'll read it in a day i'm sure of it it's very it's not very small words either but just on the subject of giving this book was ironically given 
to me by Sinead. And Sinead is a great example of this. And both Sinead and Siobhan, like when I was living with them, are very kind and love to help people. And like they just offer themselves to people in a way that I've not necessarily seen before. And just to have a serious like urge to help others which is so lovely and it's such a lovely trait and it's it's funny because I, I saw all the parts in this book that had been highlighted by Sinead because obviously she she loves to highlight books so here is a bit that she highlighted everybody can be great because anyone can serve everybody can be successful because anyone can give now Sinead has helped me no end with like different bits of advice with this and I honestly I said to Sinead the other day I was like I pretty much feel like I've got you to thank for my like new attitude towards relationships because she put things into perspective for me in a way that many others wouldn't and I think everyone can obviously get that from Sinead because they'll get it on her podcast you might not get it as tailored as I had but um, if you want to listen to the Sinead Says podcast, I would recommend it because whatever it is you want to learn about, she'll be able to teach you about it because she is very, very smart, very intelligent and does put things in a way that most people can understand. So I suppose this is me practicing a bit of giving. I'm giving her my audience <laughs> as much as she's definitely given me hers in the past. Go and have a listen to the Sinead Says podcast because it is very, very good. And the book, The Go-Giver, I'll, I'll give you some examples about giving and sort of the art of that being good for you. So in November, I'd given more money to charity than I had earned for myself. And then come January, it all came back to me more than I'd ever would have imagined would have come from a podcast. And I think it's because I come from a place now where I actually want to offer my value to the world. And I've kind of made up my value is someone that reads books and is more than happy to translate that to other people and to say, hey, this is why you should read that book. I come now from a place of like, I just want to make sure that everyone can read because I have hated reading before and I now love it and life is far better now that I love reading and the lessons that I've taken from it every sort of section of my life has improved since I got into reading hence obviously why you're listening to me because that's why I try and share the thoughts and feelings that I get from books with people and I just feel general fulfillment of life when you're actually giving back or giving something to others you just feel a lot better for it. So big thanks to Lucy Lord and Sinead for sort of showing me this life of giving. I've always been a bit of a, like, treat the people around you kind of person. But now more than ever, I'm, I'm sort of spreading that a little bit wider. And you do feel a lot better for it. So it's, it comes from a selfish place as well. Like, you will feel better about yourself the more you do for others 
so it's worth thinking about and if if you i honestly if you're in business if you've got a business if you are planning on getting into business read this book there's an excellent part in there about passing a client off to a competitor it's it's very you have to kind of read it to conceptualize that particular part but when it comes to giving i'd say that the main thing i've just jumped around here i want to let you know that the main thing is don't expect anything back and ironically it will come back to you so give for the sake of giving give because it's a good thing to do and life will give you stuff back which sounds of course very hippie and i'm not sat here with like seven crystals up my ass or sage burning or anything like that i'm just saying from a place of someone that didn't used to give back that much to someone that has now i'm subsequently getting more out of life and i don't see why i'd be any different to anyone else at all so it's worth thinking about it's worth giving a go if you can think of ways that you can make someone that you love's life easier this week give that a go if you want to read this book it's very very short and it's very very good so just head to wherever you get your books from local bookshops are open now if you're in the uk get yourself down to a little uh independent place or a waterstones or wherever you get your books from i don't actually care um but it's a good book to get especially if you just want a quick read that will make you a better person this is the one to go for but thank you very much for listening that was a short episode i've got some very exciting guest episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks so thank you very much for listening once again please don't forget to tell your friends if you want to give me anything please make sure that that is telling your friends to listen to my podcast and that way you're kind of going to get them to read which means you're doing a good thing whilst you're also doing a good thing for me which also means that i can help other people so if i'm honest everyone is a winner there but that is it love you all bye bye